Okay, so this, um, I'm hoping that everybody's fine with unmuting yourselves and this one will be more of like a conversation than I don't want to just be talking at you because this, we're going to have to work out, like figure out what like our best ideas are. Um, I wish that we could just, like when mom and I met on Saturday, we just got together a picnic table and it was like so awesome. I wish we could all be at a picnic table with, um, with the einkorn blueberry muffins. Um, <laughs> but um, we're all long distance in uh, three different states. So, <laughs> so um, the Funnel Your Focus book or the Diamond Workbook, or I think Gracie used Teamsy for a while, or, or three pieces of paper, or <laughs> a notebook, anything really that you can keep track of your people on. Um, is going to be part of um, what we're discussing tonight. When you hear me talking, it means I'm not. What? What did you say? Sorry, never mind. Okay. No. <laughs> okay. So in the funnel, your focus book. I think everybody, Gracie, I think you have it, right? And then um, Carolyn, I'm not sure if Carolyn has it. Um, but I know mom, you have it cause you're the one who's been telling me about it forever. So funnel your focus is a booklet. I think mom read about it on the LSP page or something. And then we saw it at convention. This was like two or three years ago. So like I could have been using this a lot longer, but it wasn't, <laughs> but, um, funnel your focus. I know we did talk about it at the time, but it's awesome because it helps you to collect kind of your thoughts and your people. And the thing that I always struggled with wasn't with funnel your focus per se. It was with me. And that was um, when I would think about what I needed to do for work. There's so many things I could do that I didn't really like I could start on anything and I could work for seven hours and not even be close to have finished. You know what I mean? Gracie, you kind of mentioned that the other day too. Cause you were like, like we don't want to have that feeling of guilt all the time like that you should be doing you know like but you can't enjoy your sunday because you should be working or something like that you know and i don't think that that is um i'm not even gonna apologize for bringing up homeschool again i'm just gonna do it so there's a lot of moms who start homeschooling and then a year in they're like i am so burned out and then they say, oh, I realized I was trying to recreate school at home. Like kids get up at seven o'clock in the morning, brush your teeth, go sit at your desk in our school room and say the Pledge of Allegiance. We're going to do school, whether you're all crying and hungry or not until 3 p.m. You know, brutality reigns. And mom, you know, going with this. And then there's, and after a year of that, moms either continue that or they say, screw this and send their kids to school. Or they say, there's got to be a better way. And of course there is. Um, there's like the homeschool version of funnel your focus, like faster, two hours of school, maybe four hours if you're in high school, right? And then everybody goes, wow, life is much better again. We don't, like these moms say, oh, I feel guilty all the time. Like we can't go to grandma's house on Tuesday afternoon because we should be memorizing multiplication tables again or something like how much school is enough and with work it's like how much work is enough how much work should I be doing I could be working until my fingers fall off and 
it is actually for me very enjoyable to work um but unfortunately i live with people who are like we want to eat and we want clean underwear and we believe in bedtime and other just irrational sort of nonsensical ideas of <laughs> civilization so um i can't just work all the time <laughs> uh -uh. yeah uh-oh uh oh. So, um, what I had started working on before kind of getting hit upside the face with Funnily or Focused by Mom and then Pat, um, I think it was just Mom and Pat, which is the equivalent of getting driven over by a freight train, right? So, uh, <laughs> both of you two combined. <laughs> all right, I get it, all right. Um, I, I had started working on creating these, what I call work blocks. Um, my bag. Here it is. Oh, I took it out. Here it is. So a work block was something that I created just based on how I set up our homeschool. So our homeschool is all two hour block of time that is divided up into like 10, 15, 20 minute chunks. And then um, we do our work within that chunk and then we're done. When two hours is up, we're done. So I thought, wow, what if we did our business work like that? Like you have um, a one hour block and 10 minutes of it was on this, 10 minutes of it was on that. So first I set up these smaller work blocks for myself, like five minute work blocks, 10 minute work blocks, and even a 20 minute work block. And this is just a PDF that I'll post um, in the group for you guys. I need to write it down so I don't forget it. Um, but that was the beginning of me starting. I think I was looking for clarification on what to do with my day, right? So Gracie, remember how that guy said, um, Michael Hyatt, he said, you know, find your perfect day, find your perfect week. It's funny because I had already started with, I was like, what is my perfect day? I wanted to know what is my perfect day? Um, you know, do you guys ever have a day where like when you flop into bed at the end of the day, you're like, this day was like perfect. This day was so good. I, you know, uh -oh. you know, spent time with my family. I feel like we did all the school we needed to do. We, I did work even. The house actually looks all right. I folded a load of laundry. Like this day was great. And I thought, what happens on that perfect day? So I kind of mapped out what happens on a perfect day. Then I started, I like printed it out and then I started carrying it around like on a clipboard, following myself around and observing myself over the course of weeks and refining to be like, okay, well that clearly didn't work. And then, okay, this did work to find like the perfect day. So I haven't made what this guy talked about the perfect week quarter and year yet although I am actually working on that but I started with my perfect morning and then my perfect day <laughs> and I do not get the perfect day done every single day absolutely not um, I wish I did if I did you know we'd be through here but you know I just get it done as much as I can as often as I can so that drove me then to be like okay now I can actually see with while doing everything else I need to do in a day, I can see exactly how much time I have to work and I, it actually falls on about the same time every day.
so I thought, okay, so if you have X hours, how can you spend that time most efficiently? And literally, as soon as I refined my, like my vague, um, like confusion down to a question, okay, instead of like, what do I do during the day to work? And now it was, I know when I have to work, what is the most efficient way to work? Then the answer, the day, like the day I asked that question, the answer walked in the door with Pat calling me and talking to me about this funnel your focus thing. Um, and mom, you're the only person on here who's in Seattle, but she's coming to Seattle next month to talk about us, to us about it in person. And look what I have, by the way, mom. <laughs> um, so I, I, I really, I look back at these past couple months where I've been working on all of this and I can see that, um, each day and this is just like general, but each day as I started asking the question, then like, how, what is a good day? What's a perfect morning? You know, each day more resources and tools and answers kept dropping in my lap. Like I literally was like, what is the perfect morning? And then the next day I got, um, an email from Rachel Hollis co because I had pre-ordered her book, stop apologizing for Lisa Munchow, like months ago, um, for winning something. I can't even remember what. And I got an email from Rachel Hollis co that was like, Hey, we have this video for pre-order customers only about making a perfect morning. And I was like, you gotta be kidding. And then, um, you know, as soon as I started figuring out my perfect day, then, some like six people said, you've got to listen to this podcast. And I listened to the podcast. And the first thing he said was, I created my perfect day. And then I used that to create my perfect week, my perfect month. I was like, wow. It's like, and then what is the most productive way to work? Pat's like, Oh, here's what you do. So I know that there's value. Um, okay. You cannot play with forks. Zoom glass. Um, there's value to knowing what question we're asking because everybody's like, that's the question the universe answers it. And that's kind of true. And I think it's just because, um, like, are you ever looking, someone's like, help me find my t-shirt and you're like, what color is it? And they're like, it's red. You're like, oh, now I can help you. Cause like, how do you find a t-shirt? <laughs> but then when I knew what color the t-shirt was that I wanted is like, it literally just like jumped out at me. So, um, I don't necessarily think that like my process is the same as everybody else's or that you, like, if I gave you my perfect date, it would be probably useless to you because it's like <laughs> it's so different for all of us. Gracie is like, I don't see the beach anywhere on here. <laughs> this isn't going to work for me. <laughs> Okay. Okay. In my dreamly perfect day, the beach would be on there. Uh, you know, Carolyn's going to be like, I'm, I'm not putting a baby down for now. Like, why do I need that on here? Um, so everybody's perfect day is different, but I think there, there may be value in finding, um, what works great for you. And again, I'm very conscious of the fact that we're all different people with our brains work different ways. And, um, I don't want anybody to feel ever like I am like telling you, you need to do something a certain way. So, um, I, um, I made that perfect day into a PDF, <laughs> of course, that I use to, because 
guys, I um, don't choose to remember everything all the time. And so it really helps for me to have it written down. Um, and then I make sure I don't forget my supplements or my nitro or anything like that. Okay. So now knowing, okay, I've got about a two, two and a half hour block in the afternoon where I can work. What happens? So I actually called Pat for this and I said, you know, so we've been talking about finding your focus and she came into the zoom call for us. If you're watching this on the replay and you didn't see Pat's zoom call, I'll add a link to it here. You definitely want to see. Zoom. I'm writing it down so don't forget because uh, what did I just tell you? <laughs> um, and I already posted the time block PDF in the group, but I'll add the link to this. Um, so I talked to Pat and I said, I feel like, what do you want? Where are you going? I said, I feel like for, if you have an hour or two hour chunk of time, I've heard people say things in network marketing, like X percent of your time should be on this and X percentage of your time should be on this. And I said, I feel like those, like that math for lack of a better word is kind of already out there. Um, so I don't need to like invent what I'm going to do on these two hour time blocks. And she's like, absolutely. She said the rule of thumb is 20, 20, 20. If you have an hour of time, 20, 20, 20. So 20 minutes of time spent on your prospects, we'll call them. Mom and I both agree. hate that word because it makes it sound like we look at our friends like dollar signs. Um, but let's just call prospects friends that we want to have live a long time. <laughs> so 20 minutes on prospects, 20 minutes on um, current members or what most people call them customers. And then 20 minutes on... Um, there you go. You're welcome. 20 minutes on leaders. Um, I think a lot of times in network marketing, they actually have like 80% of your time on prospects and 10% of your time on numbers and 10% of your time on leaders. But in Young Living, we split it a little bit more roundly because it like, you know how, like if you're doing um, leggings or Tupperware or whatever, you literally need new people every single month. But in Young Living, there's like so much value in the people you already have as well. So we don't really divide them by value. <laughs> we'll say it that way. So I thought to myself, okay, so if you have, you have an hour of time, maybe like in my case, Gary has said before, Gary will be home. We're working on stuff. And Gary's like, Hey, I'm going to go to Lowe's. I'm going to take the kids with me. I'll get them hot chocolate. I'll be back in an hour. And I'm like, what do I do? I'm like, okay, I could do anything. I could do anything. I could, I take a shower. No, nobody needs showers. Um, I could do the dishes. No point. Won't even make a difference. Um, I could work. Work is good. Um, what, what should I do? Oh, I could, um, I, I, and then I end up like cutting vinyls or something. And Gary comes back and I'm like, yeah, the PDF won't work. I'm like trying to fix the cord. I'm like nothing really accomplished. That is literally a true scenario. What exactly happened to me one time? Gary left for like half the day and I spent the whole time like technology failed me and I got nothing done. And I felt so disappointed because those chunks of time are just so rare for me, especially since he's worked like every day this month. So, um, I was like, there's gotta be a better way. Thanks. This is, I feel like it's turning into a saga. Okay. So 2020, 20, 
Um, Grace is like, get to the point. <laughs> so um, 20 minutes on your prospects. I said, Pat, um, what if we had a list? And I said, you know, you could either split it by prospects, members, and leaders, or by the seven types of people in funnel, a list of tasks that you would do for each um, of the levels in the funnel. And Pat's like, oh, I like where this is going. So she said, number one, the diamond workbook has a lot of tasks. And, um, you know, there's a ton of stuff already written down. It kind of just needs to be compiled. And I was like, this would make like an amazing Facebook post. So the types of people listed in the funnel, if you didn't already see Pat's video, is prospects. Because the funnel breaks people down a little more detailed, Young Living specific. There's prospects, people who are bought in. That means somebody who's got the starter kit. Somebody who's loving their product, which for us, we would basically say they're on essential rewards. Someone who's sharing. So somebody who's got their kit, they might be on essential rewards, probably are on essential rewards, and they may have signed up like a couple of friends. Um, and then... After that, somebody who's building. Um, so they're like, they're not just signing up the friends. Now they're like, I'm making legs. Like I'm dividing things up. Then there's a leader, somebody who's like, um, you don't even need to call them. So say for Pat, that's Celeste. You know, Celeste is off creating her own classes, creating her own graphics, coming up with her own promos, you know, like those kind of leaders, you can think of that. And then the duplicator, which that would really be Celeste. So that leader is now churning out people who are just like them. Um, people who are also leaders, not just um, you product users and not just um, sharers. <laughs> <laughs> knew there was a word there. I just had to wait for it to load the spinny thing in my brain was going. Okay. So here's what I want to do. If you guys are willing to help me out with this, I'm, I want to put together a post that, and you guys can just take the text and put it in your own groups, you know, if you want to. Um, but I want to have a list, probably more looking at like, I don't so much need a list for somebody who's creating duplicators. Like I want to focus more on like prospects, you know, and the builders and sharers um, and leaders, which is kind of where I think we all have, we all have those to some degree, no matter what, even a senior star with um, only personally enrolled has that, you know, like we all have, it. you know what I mean? So Prospects. Um, mom does this awesome thing where she gets, uh, she gets together and sends postcards to people. So, um, like mailing postcards, I think is an awesome task. Oh, I know what you want me to do right now, and that's feed you. <laughs> Always. Um, what are some more tasks that we could jot down for um, doing for prospects? Mom, a list, email. Oh no! <laughs> hey, mom, maybe you should just post the list in the comments, and I can copy it out. 
Yeah. A while back when I first started talking about funnel, I made a document and I think I might have sent it to you. Oh, probably. Yeah. Basically. I read the instructions and turned the sentences into lists. Oh, so very I'll smart. probably look over it again before oh, okay. I send it to you again. Okay, I'm gonna just put email from mom. <laughs> No. So Andrea, would you say that the diamond workbook is your favorite planner? Because my planner, I notice now only goes until June or May. Yeah, they're all they're hey. quarterly. They're quarterly hey. planners. Hey. Hey. I think so. the, your favorite planner would vary based on probably, you know, I feel like people's personality pulls them towards different ones. Um, the Ula one, if you want to go yearly with goals and stuff, that one is really cool. Um, I've seen that one. Um, uh, I've seen Amanda Uribe's. The thing that I don't like about that is that it's small, but then the things that other people don't like about Diamond Workbook is that it's big. So see, that's totally just personal or personal preference at that point. Um, what I like about Diamond Workbook is that it does give me a lot of guidance, like tasks, um, things to do. Some, some people who might not want to use a Diamond Workbook forever, but might benefit from using it one or two times just because it is based, it's the same base as the Funnel Your Focus. So it has the same yeah. kind of breakdown of people and tasks. And we have to go in the car, so I'm taking you with me. Ooh, fun. Stowaways. Um, yeah, Bethany Shipley, who created the Diamond Workbook, was enrolled by Jordan Schrant. So the Funnel Your Focus was like the precursor to the Diamond Workbook. So the Diamond Workbook's kind of like the Funnel Your Focus workbook planner, I guess. But what some people don't like about it is that it's quarterly. <laughs> so you have to um, like move your stuff if you like have things you wanted to keep. Um, I don't move my stuff month by month. I don't know, like am I supposed to be enrolling 30 people a month? That would be awesome. But <laughs> like I fill out the list and it just kind of continues on over each month. Um, I don't like rewrite it every month. I've had a bad season, but that's because we've been, you know, both my parents passed in nine months. We This has been a really crazy time for you. I'm amazing. And I'm trusting yeah. this farm and we've got somebody's messing around with stuff here on the property and I'm trying to get cameras installed and it's just it's just kind of crazy. But my uh I got some classes scheduled so I will get back on track. Oh, thank you. Can you open it? No, you may not. Yeah. Mm. I just got a box of Himalayan salt and liquid animal run it. <laughs> Yay, Amazon. <laughs> um, yeah, Lucy, you guys have had a lot going on. Um, and I feel like that kind of happens to me. I go through phases where I can work more or less, um, depending on, you know, 
how many babies I just had on or whatever. And I think that it will help me or it does help me knowing this because if I know that I only have 20 minutes to work and I sit down with my, you know, like a 20 minute or a 10 minute time block, I can, I can work pretty quickly if I know what I need to do. But if I don't know what I need to do, I can literally just waste like in days of not knowing what to do, which um, could just be me. I could be the only person that is that way. I could be speaking only to myself, but um, I, I just like to feel like I'm accomplishing something and not just sort of like um, scooping ocean water with a teaspoon, <laughs> you know? Because I think it can feel that way. And I think that what I've also noticed in people who grow their young living businesses, and I'm talking both people in our own team and people in who are diamonds and stuff like that, is it's not necessarily the people who have the most amount of time that grow quickly. It's the people who figure out very quickly what to do with their time, whether they have very much of it or not. And they use their time like smart, you know. Um so I think that that definitely matters a lot. <laughs> um, if anybody has any tasks you want me to add to this list, I'm going to just keep, I'm, as I think of them, I'm writing them down and I'm going to put them all together, but I don't want to miss any like great ideas anybody has. I wonder if it's appropriate. Of course, you're going to ask the persons like, you put the posting and I'm seeing other websites put postings of everyone sharing their story. And I think for some of us who have a page, yeah. it would be kind of nice to be able to post some of these stories. I think with that's a great idea. Course. I think that's a great idea. Um, and I think every single, well, definitely, certainly on mine, but I think every single person would say yes. Um, of course you could go through and ask them too. you know, that's always nice to do, but I know they would all say yes. And I, whenever I do a post about something, um, I get so many messages from people asking me if they can share it. So what I do now is I say in the top of the post, you can share this, like, please share this. Um, still the first comment I got was, can I share this? But I was like, yes. <laughs> um, but, um, yeah, I think that that's a great point. Um, Alice posted that thing about the Copaiba, and I just posted it in there with her name so people could follow her, you know. I think if somebody's posting it, like, in a group of 40,000 people, they probably don't care if I posted it in my group of 500. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. Um... I know, I think it's pretty awesome. I'm trying to think back through some of the Tuesday night calls that I can post where I didn't specifically say what a supplement was for, whereas I think Perry's, when we talked about skin health, Perry told his story and that would be really powerful to post. Awesome. Okay, so mom and I were talking um, on Saturday when we got together for our block. Um, okay, I've gotten a lot of questions about what we did well, not a lot of questions, but a lot of people asking what we did. So I think that this, this is something we're going to do on a Zoom 
I was kind of thinking maybe doing it next Monday and doing that um, work block so people can see how it goes. Um, but exactly what we did was we got together for a two hour work block. So we actually gave ourselves three hours for the work block. I thought, well, if I'm going to a coffee shop and I want to get exactly two hours, like on a timer, like we used a timer, um, of work, then I'm not just going to walk in the door at six o'clock with Lisa drop down in a chair. We don't even talk. We start like, we're going to talk. So I figured for a two hour clock, I need to schedule three hours, right? So like there's 15 minutes or 30 minutes in the beginning for us all to say, hey, get our coffees, get settled, get our notebooks out. Then the timer starts, you work for an hour, um, broken up, and then 15 minute break, everybody go to the bathroom, come back, refill your coffee, and then the second hour of work starts, and then at the end you've got 15 minutes on the tail end of that. So that's three hour work clock. I mean, Honestly, doing that at a hipster coffee shop is like my dream morning, like getting together, Carolyn, Mon, Gracie, Lisa, like if we could do that um, somewhere in like Hawaii, I think would be great. <laughs> yeah, is <laughs> <Just> like here. <laughs> I mean, can you guys just picture how perfect that would be? I, I, I don't I even know. Um, <laughs> what could be more ideal? Yeah. What you got? Oh, are you eating this postcard? Nutritious. Um, so what we did was 20 minutes on the timer of working on our list of prospects. So people that we think of that we want to share oils with. And this, again, this sounds so elementary, but I'm terrible. Mm, I was terrible at this. I have been in the past. I'm not anymore. <laughs> um, and I'll think of somebody who actually, like I put someone on this list who said, yeah, I want to get my kit in X month. Um, just message me. And did I message them? No. Why? Because I forgot. <laughs> Why? Because I didn't put them on the list. Like how horrible is that? Pathetic. Well, obviously I'm messaging her now, but um, putting these people on a list. In the Funnel Your Focus book, there's a specific list for it. You can just use a notebook and like, don't let that hold you back if you don't have the Funnel Your Focus book, but you can get it from Jordan Trent's website, I think in her business bundle or just by itself for 10 bucks. But um, um, so we worked for 20 minutes putting on list of prospects. Then for 20 minutes, we put together a list of Hi. members that you'd basically want to be working with. So, um, members maybe that I recently signed up. It's kind of tends to be where I focus is people who I recently signed up because they're the ones who are like more confused. Um, then we worked for 20 minutes after that on a list of leaders. So leaders that you want to work with. Um, you wouldn't necessarily need to do this for 20 minutes every time because some of these things you could um, pull up a virtual office report for. Um, if you wanted to create a virtual office report of everybody with zero PV or all my personally enrolled or everybody who has been paid at the rank of star higher before, you could totally do that. Um, 
it just, the bigger your group gets, the harder it is. So when I log into my virtual office there, or if I say, how many people are not on essential rewards? It's 446 people. And I'm like, well, I, like what, how do, how do I even begin with that? So I start with the people I have a relationship with, because at least I know what I can say to them from day one. Right. Then Mommy. we took a break. <laughs> oh, bubbles, bunny bubbles. And then we did 20 minutes. So the same pattern, 20 minutes prospects, 20 minutes members and 20 minutes leaders now working within that type. So 20 minutes of, um, putting together something to send to prospects, like maybe John. Yeah. Okay. Um, on the 446 on ER. Yes. But I sorted it by PV. So that people who had oh, that's a good idea. Hey, hey, those are one of those ports. They can see, wow, they could have got free stuff. That's a good idea, because they'd be getting paid anyways. You could be yeah. So the second hour was working within. So 20 minutes. Now you've got a list of prospects that you just made. Now you have 20 minutes to work on that list of prospects. What does that mean? That's kind of what this task list is that I'm coming up of. How would you work in that tap in those prospects for 20 minutes? It could be shooting them messages on Facebook, just um, connecting with them about nothing to do with oils. Um, commenting on pictures, interacting with them, sending them invitations to classes or education or being like, Hey girl, I know we talked about oils a couple months ago. What you thinking? I'm doing a class this next weekend and I'd love for you to be there or something like that. You know, just 20 minutes of working with those prospects, then 20 minutes of, you guessed it, working with your members. So, um, Hey, Audrey, um, you just enrolled last month. We're doing a class on mixology this next week and I will love for you to do that. Stop throwing those forks. Can I take that part? Um, I have something new for all my personally enrolled for you, blah, blah, you know, like working within those members for 20 minutes. I think what me and mom worked on was postcards. That was the only thing we did. I think we were both proud to get one done. But we, did, we were very confused about where everything was. But this is a postcard, for instance, that I am going to send to, it's filled out, just needs a stamp, um, going to um, one of my new members who's not yet on Essential Rewards, but she's really loving her starter kit. And it's a new kit challenge. So it's like how to use. Um, then you have 20 minutes of work within your leaders, 20 minutes where you can, um, do a couple shout outs or just send a message to a leader, um, follow up with the leader about a business call, whatever, 20 minutes for leaders. Or I think a good idea would be like make a project broadcast group of all your leaders so you can text them all, text them all something or, you know, like just 20 minutes to work with your leaders and then you're done. <laughs> That's the hard part actually <laughs> is stopping um, at a reasonable time, but it's kind of like Thanksgiving dinner. You know, you quit while you're still ahead. <laughs> then you want to come back for seconds later. Um, so that was our two hour block. That's exactly what we did. And I think it would be really fun to do that on a zoom call, not with the three hours 
of breaks and everything like that. Hey, hey, hey. I think next Monday, why are you laughing at my satellite? <laughs> Just give it to her, okay? There's a purple monkey on the carpet, but you can't see it. Um, so I was thinking of doing not as long of times for writing down lists, but 10 minutes for prospects, 10 minutes um, for members, 10 minutes for leaders, and then 10 minutes to work on each of those. Um, it'd be really fast. And one thing that's cool is when you're done with a work block, you feel like you did a lot. Because each time you're like, I only have five more minutes. Ah! Let me jot down a couple more messages instead of, oh my gosh, they got married. What? Uh, you know, which is how I usually weren't. <laughs> yeah, mom. Okay. I just wanted to make sure you can hear me. Um, I used to think when it said find a prospect, that meant like you went out and you found a person who wanted oil. But yeah. honestly, you could look in your Facebook list or your phone list and find a prospect. All that means is Absolutely. a person who you think would benefit from oils and you think they probably don't know about it, but they would want to. Literally anyone who doesn't have Young Living yet. But it trains your brain if you're doing that every day to start paying attention to when people yeah. say yeah, tr truthfully, and this could just be my personality too, um, so don't think that this is necessarily how it has to be, but for me, I could just as easily make that say, instead of saying find a prospect, I could just say find a friend. <laughs> like, find a friend. Make a friend. Any any friend. It doesn't matter who. And I don't befriend somebody thinking like, okay, maybe they'll enroll. I don't even think that. In fact, I can't tell you how many times I've intentionally befriended people knowing like I'm, I already know they have young living is whatever you know I'm not trying to poach them or whatever I just want to you know meet a new person like-minded person and then come to find out they're like yeah I really love thieves and they're like yeah I bought on Amazon one time can I sign up under you or I enrolled five years ago and haven't logged in ever since can I sign up under you and you're like what like wasn't like that was genuinely not because I assumed you were like on essential rewards under somebody else. I was honestly not trying to do that. Like, wow, that's so cool. But, um, I'm with mom. I always thought like finding a prospect meant like, like go to the grocery store and someone's in the freezer aisle and you're like, so do you want to buy some Frankenstein? Like, <laughs> you know, but just, um, meeting and connecting with people. Gracie, can you, um, tell us real quick about when you were talking about, um, selling the rollers at the vendor event. Um, I think you said you talked to Celeste or Jennifer talked to Celeste or something like that. Um, here in Hawaii, it's been really difficult. It's been a challenge at the vendor events to get people to just enroll. Like I don't usually have a problem in the mainland, like in Virginia, when we do all of our vendor events, um, for people to enroll, they're like, oh yeah, no problem. And they'll buy a kit. Um, but here it's very like, mm, like, I don't know you because I'm not a local. So there's a whole trust issue here or things. So my thought was, all right, I'll need to find a couple of vendor events and be there consistently. So they see me regularly and 
instead of trying to sell a kit, more like sell the education, more the friendship kind of thing, and um, either sell a product, like either make a few rollers, but small rollers like the five mils, not the 10 mils, or um, selling the actual bottle of essential oils, but attaching it with some education, meaning, hey, give me your number and then I'll send you like, kind of like a project broadcast thing almost, but you would send a little bit of information, you know, maybe for a week every day about lemon or, you know, peppermint, kind of just to create a relationship because people here definitely don't just jump on things. They need to kind of know you a little bit. So the whole prospecting for me would be more like building relationships, not necessarily prospect word to me seems like I'm hunting down. Yeah. You know what I mean? Totally. It, totally it feels that. a little negative, ugly, like too, too, like, Daryl. you know? Yeah. yeah like the humanity so has gone. Yeah. Like on Team Z, like I had Team Z and on Team Z, he calls it prospecting, just the tab. But actually he's like, this is where you're building relationship with people. So your prospects are people on Facebook, friends, on Instagram, but you're asking them genuine questions about their family, their life things like that. And then the, the business part, the trust comes in. So I'm in the middle of like, I think what I'm going to do is actually I'm making malas because there's a lot of yogis here. <laughs> People <laughs> are very into the healthy lifestyle, which I thought sure win. They'll buy kits like left and right, but no, it's a little more slower paced the trust issue and I thought I can add malas and that's another avenue to talk about oils. So I definitely have to come at it in a different way. But all those people that I have met have been really cool about it. wanting to come to a class. So I just sent out a list on Project Broadcast to invite people for tomorrow's class. And so some people have hit stop you know typed in stop and i'm like all right and the first couple hit hurt you're like <gasps> and then the rest i'm like oh well whatever um and there's some people that are coming so or they've said you know what i can't do this one when's your next one so that's promising as well you know when you're talking about prospects i'm not in denial that they could be part of business but I think that's more of a sales thing like where you want to find a person and sell something yeah whereas we're making relationships with people that we want to be around forever right that's that's a that's a terminology of like for sure like old school network marketing or ml you know mlm kind of that's total like prospects recruits I just don't like that type of word like you said it's it's about making friendships changing people's lives because these people hopefully the intention is that they're going to be in your life forever you know it was interesting to me um jessica petty went to the most powerful women in network marketing thing in las vegas it was like two weeks ago or something like that and she said this one lady talked and it was so interesting and jessica was saying jessica liked this lady's talk and one thing that the lady said was um you know this isn't about the product. This is about like connecting them to their joy or something like that. And I was like, 
Well, maybe if you sell makeup. <laughs> I was like, but what if what you have actually freaking matters? What if it actually kind of is about the product? Oh, <laughs> honestly, I could not do this business with any other product. I could not talk. I could not do 20 minute time blocks of work for finding people to buy leggings. Like I could not because I don't give a crap about prospects and money is fantastic. But at the end of the day, I don't give a crap about money itself either. I care about like adding value and the fact that the way that like i would always make my money through something that adds value like i could not i could not do this with it did not matter i couldn't <laughs> i am not going to help gracie spend 165 dollars on something that like she's gonna throw away in you. There's literally there's enough trash in the world already. We don't need yeah just to build so, that is interesting that that lady said that. Um but I didn't know necessarily and that might just be my immaturity in network marketing. But uh I think it does we're selling. You know what I like about your your 2020 block kind of thingy? Not long. Is um, <laughs> is um, you could do 20 minutes and your brain is in one mind frame. It's not like if you had a list, you know, because like funnel your focus has you put everybody in categories, right? But if you're doing just like prospects right because that's the tab or bought in then your mind your your mind frame is just talking to those people in that particular style or vocabulary or or you know what Absolutely. but if talking to like my builders like if I'm talking to Christy and things like that then my mind and vocabulary is completely different Absolutely. so this way I'm not changing constantly like back and forth back and forth back and forth I'm just focused one way and then okay next and then the next one, you know, I don't know if that makes sense. No, it absolutely makes but. sense. And one reason why I originally thought to myself, I need to have a work block was because, um, when I was doing our school, people are, people say this all the time. They look at this school thing and they go, yeah, well, my kid was like ADD or whatever. They cannot sit for two hours. And the thing that this teacher said back in the 1800s was she said a change is as good as a rest and it's true we change subjects you know the, jacob's longest lesson is 20 minutes long his longest yeah. lesson but most of them are like 10 minutes long and we change so quickly that I, the only complaint i have to deal with is can't we keep doing more italian or whatever you know they love what they're doing but i'm like oh we'll come back to it you know tomorrow or on tuesday or whenever the next day is that it's scheduled and they just love that you know and yeah. it but and and the hard tasks are interspersed with the easy tasks you know so you're not just doing um three hours of calling prospects or something like right. like that <laughs> 
Well, the other thing too is like, for instance, like, okay, let me show you guys. This is my funnel, your focus. This is my binder, Ooh, right? Purple. So I've got every single person in my downline in here. But what's cool is that if I look at this and look at, oh my gosh, I got to call all my bought in people. It's daunting. It's like, you have there's a no lot way. Of people to call. Yeah. Right. And if you just do that's 20 minutes, okay. Because you have really high ER percentage. I'm sorry. That's your own. No, it's not true. It's not true. I have to work on that. It's not true. But what I'm saying though is that if you do 20 minutes of that section, then you close it up, go to the next section, go to this, and yes. you do this for five days. Thank you. Then you've got a hundred minutes that you work throughout the week of prospects. So it's more doable than sitting here. Yes. Going bonkers. Absolutely. I couldn't agree. I was wondering if you could get a megaphone and say that one more time, Gracie. <laughs> I don't know what I said. I think it's recorded. It's solid gold. It's so true. Here's, I have had this notebook for two years and I think there's two people in it. Well, I mean, there was up until Saturday. Why? Because every time I looked at it, I was like, oh, I don't have time to fill that whole thing out. There's so yeah. much to do. And what did I do? Didn't do anything. But something as simple as, if you do 20 minutes of filling out prospects every day, that's like a lot of minutes. Yeah. At the end of a week. I'm not, I'm not even going to pretend that I can do the math. I don't know. Two hours. I don't, I don't even know. Um, but at the end of a week, even if you only did five days a week, or even if you only did four days or three days a week, right. if you only did three days right. a week, it's an hour of filling out prospects, which is already an hour more than I had over the past year. Um, and one, another reason that got me thinking on this vein was because when people start doing this method of homeschool, they say, we can't do Plutarch for an 10 minutes or 20 minutes a day. We will never get through it. And then at the end of the year, every single mom says, we have never got this much schoolwork done in a year. How did we do it with half the time, a third of the time that we were spending on school before. Because one thing that this gal firmly believes about humanity and children, and I think is true of business people too, is that if you have five hours of filling out prospects, you are not going to be filling out prospects for five hours. You're going to be going to the bathroom, forgetting your place, getting distracted, checking Instagram, not remembering what you're doing, getting something to drink. Like it's not actually five hours because you cannot hold your attention for more than 20 minutes. You can't. That's what I was going to say that since you're always wasting 80% of your time, then you might as well every 20 minutes go, oh my gosh, I got to do something. It's the last minute. And then you'll actually do something. Yeah. I've actually done this for myself for cleaning too. Like we, I made two 30 minute blocks throughout the day where we clean. And I was like looking at it and I was feeling so depressed. I was like, this is literally not even going to make a dent in the amount of housework we have to do. But we do those 30 minutes and gosh darn it, if we don't get so freaking much done. I'm like, this is unbelievable. And if Gary's home, like the windows are washed by the time the 30 minutes is done. It's ridiculous. If you even break it down more than that and limit yourself I to do. how much. I think we have room? 15 minutes in the dining room and the kitchen. And we have 15 minutes like in the living yeah. room and the hallway. And somehow we get more done than when I'm like, I only have two hours to clean the house and like poker. I don't even know what do I don't even know what I do. Sort of drawer or something. I don't even know. I think the trick I think the trick to that though is having that timer. Because you know, like yes. when you're at work, 
you know, and you see the clock, you're like, oh shoot, I've got only 10, 15 Absolutely. And so then you do it. Right? I'm putting a timer on. Did anybody work in an office? I think like I worked in an office. A mom, I know you worked in an office. Or Gracie, you worked in, in real estate. And Lisa, you worked in an office too. Carolyn, I can't see you, but um, I don't know if you worked in an office, but when I worked in an office, when there was nothing to do, it was like the the day was years long and you're just like, yeah. oh my gosh, like it's been, you, you know, five hours later, you look up at the clock and it's been 10 minutes. You're like, you're kidding me. But when you're trying to get ready for the yearly sales presentation and you're like trying to print things like crazy and someone's like, it's three o'clock. You're like, it's three o'clock. You've got to be kidding me. I, th I thought I wasn't even time for lunch yet. You know, like the time flies. So, um, time really is fun when you're having flies is friend of mine used to that's when I used to take my lunch when I worked at the bank was at three o'clock because then by the time I got back it was time to go home <laughs> but you know I've seen that I've only been in the school system since December and I'm a title one teacher and back then it oh, was like don't do this to me I already hurt <laughs> oh well, you know, it's like, and it's true. I was on 20 minute blocks, but now there's three weeks left to school and the, the, their attention span is like, pure. so now I'm breaking it apart. Those 20 minutes, 10 minutes, we're doing this, 10 minutes, we're doing this and 10 minutes, we're doing that. And now, now their, their attention span I can keep them for the whole 20 minutes. Otherwise, span hasn't changed, but how long you ask them to attend is what changed. That's the, that's the trick. That's the key. That's the thing to know. And that's why, um, somebody actually sat down, you know, they said, there's no freaking way homeschool kids can do same amount of school and graduate with a you know full-blown GPA and know the same algebra and trigonometry and everything and qualify for all these credit hours and qualify for all this like knowledge with like two to three hours of school a day there's no way so somebody sat down and figured out how much time during a year the average student spends actually learning in school and it is two hours a day because they said by the time you factor in your snow days your breaks you know and they're like like lisa said you know the last day of school they're like you don't even count it because literally nothing happens and orientations and assemblies and lunch and going through the hall and they're like by the time you get it down they're actually sitting down and actually learning for about two hours a day I was like, oh, Well, because you have a lot more administration you have to do because you got a bunch of students in that room. Well, I think this all the time. Like, when I go to the post office by myself, how fast am I? When I take all my kids, how fast am I no longer? Like, just moving more people. Like, when we go to convention, um, everybody's like, oh, we should all meet up somewhere. And I'm like, you know what? Don't even try because you will spend all your time trying to move the herd. Whereas if you just go by yourself, you'll be so fast, you'll get in and out of 36 different things. So um, it, it does, and, and I know that if I sat down and looked at all the work I've done over the past four years and distilled it down, 
this is what I was telling someone who was like, I'm just a senior star and I've been a member for whatever she said. And I was like, oh, hold on. Um, you've been working 400 hours a week and you've had like one hour a week to put into your business. That means you've basically been in Young Living for a week. <laughs> like a week. <laughs> And so I think if I look back at the work I've accomplished over the four, four years I've been a member so far, if I actually only look at the work and say, what if those were eight hour work, I've been a member for, you know, a year, <laughs> two years, you know what I mean? Like there's a lot, we don't get eight hours a day to work on this. And even if we did, would, would we even, I don't even know what we would do. Like would we actually fill eight hours a day? But, um, I know I could, but would it be productive? I like to think it would be. So if you're using the diamond workbook, like, um, for the prospect, they have, you know, find the person. So basically locate a person who has a need. And then I think mainly what they have on there about it is talk to them and find out what, their focus and what their concerns and interests are and then find out what education or samples you could give them so if you just look in that calendar you can basically get all the I think most of the tasks are based on the first four levels I think so yeah because I think by the time you're doing tasks for duplicators and stuff it's it's pretty much self-explanatory like you know it's more like get together and celebrate i don't know right like go to diamond retreat together or something <laughs> be sure to bring their swag back to diamond retreat i don't know um also speaking of time i just looked at the clock and we went over time because time is fun when you're having flies and i i'm so sorry guys i didn't even realize that we went 10 minutes over um so gracie's probably almost ready for lunch and Lisa's probably falling asleep. <laughs> so, um, okay, I'm gonna repost this video. I think next Monday is when we're going to do our funnel work block. Um, I'm actually gonna post exactly what our schedule will be so people will know. This is another thing, another thing I learned from one mom who, um, you know, not everybody does their school the same way, um, of course, but what this mom does is she says, like, say they start you know, music lesson or music lessons, like um, music study at 10 o'clock and then reading at 1020 and then um, math at 1045. So say they're like water heater breaks and they don't start school until 1045. They actually start with the math and they just, what didn't happen, didn't happen today. And they just continue forward instead of trying to shove the whole thing forward. So I'm going to start, the timer will start at six o'clock. And if somebody hops on late, like at 6.20, say, instead of trying to catch up the last 20 minutes, they're just going to start on what 6.20 is. You know what I mean? Um, and I thought there was some value to that because I have always felt overwhelmed by like, if I'm five minutes late to something, then now, I need to try to like condense everything, but it's like, you know what, just let it go because you will be here again tomorrow and it's okay, <laughs> which is an awesome way to feel. <laughs> I'm all about less stress, guys. I'm all about it. Kind of like read the Bible in a year, but I'm starting in March. Ah. 
Right. So you're going to read the first, the Pentateuch in like a weekend? <laughs> oh, my word. Okay. All right, guys. Um, I'll see you on Monday night and I'll repost this for everybody. Um, and you mean Tuesday night? <laughs>